All right. One of the uh, longest running arguments between uh, <laughs> Stu and I is the temperature of the studio. Yes. I, I keep it at a Inhuman. really toasty 62 degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stu would like it a toasty, I don't know, 800 like an old man. <laughs> uh, but even it, we were just talking about we compromised at 65 and uh, I still sweat up a storm. Now, I'm not Jeffy. I mean, nobody oh, is Jeffy. No, that's impossible. Whoa, that's really bad. But if you have a problem with uh, sweating, please, there's a new uh, new product out called Sweat Block. Sweat Block. It is the best deodorant and antiperspirant I have ever used. And there's another, there's a step up if you really sweat. It is a uh, just like a little wipe, and you wipe it under your arms before you go to sleep. You wake up the next morning, you don't put anything on for the next 10 days. And it just, it. it I mean, it's a, almost a miracle if you are uh, sweating. Go to sweatblock.com now. Sweatblock.com, save 20%, promo code BECK. In 1917, the war, World War I, was raging, and the Russian Revolution had begun eight months prior. And there were, in a small village, three young children that say they were visited by the Virgin Mary. It is in a small village called Fatima. At that time, she gave, I don't know, it was three or five secrets, something like that, They've been revealed all except for one, the final secret. It is only for the Pope to see. It is a call to Russia uh, uh, to, to be dedicated to God and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Popes have said they weren't going to do this for one reason or another all along. Pope John Paul kind of did it after the wall fell, but most Catholics will say that wasn't what the what the Virgin Mary was asking. The fifth secret involves something really, really, truly horrible, and it involves Russia and Ukraine. This Pope has decided to fulfill the request from 1917 this Friday. I'll explain it to you in 60 seconds. All right, true love of country, those who serve it. That's a deep commitment. It means thoughts and prayers, which are both effective. Those have real power, but it also means reaching out with a helping hand when those who serve can't anymore. 
Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families. And when a first responder or a military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to safety. For catastrophically injured vets, first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes enabling severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now, Operation Home Base, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. In a world that is so filled with darkness, it's nice to see the light once in a while. And the light this time is brought by Tunnel to Towers. TunnelToTowers.org. I want you to go to T2, the number two, T.org. If you can donate 11 bucks a month, just have it automatically taken out, it would help an awful lot. T2T.org. That's T2T.org. All right, so if you're Catholic, you might have heard of Fatima. Uh, it's a story that doesn't get a lot of attention outside of Catholicism, and it is. I remember I went to a Catholic school when I was a kid, and we used to watch the movie. Was it Bernadette or was it Fatima? I can't remember. We used to watch a movie about one of these miracles every year. I've always been fascinated by them, especially Fatima, because there is one secret that uh, the kids knew about, but then gave to the Pope, and it was for the Pope's eyes only. Uh, and it was a call. We don't know what it says on the result of not doing it. We just know that it was to call Russia to God. Um, and if not, bad things would happen. We don't know what bad things. It is literally only read by the Pope and one other person through history. The Pope becomes the Pope. He reads, he reads this particular uh, prophecy. Uh, and then it is sealed up and he decides what he's going to do. Yes or no. Pope John Paul did it. But um, there are there are scholars, theologians in the Catholic Church that say he didn't do it the way he was instructed to do it. It requires all of the bishops to come together, et cetera, et cetera, and dedicate a day of prayer and call from St. Peter's seat, uh, Russia, to come to God. That's my rough non-Catholic understanding of it. Um, if you're Catholic, you might want to talk to your priest about it and get involved and make sure all the bishops and archbishops are involved in this on Friday. This is a really odd request coming in 1917 from, from children who had barely even heard of Russia. The rough Russian Revolution at the time was had just started it was about eight months old world war one was raging but mary the mother mary said to the children not to worry it will end soon she told the children if my requests are heeded russia will be converted and there will be peace if not she will spread her errors throughout the world causing wars and persecutions against the church good the good will be martyred the Holy Father will have much to suffer. Various nations will be annihilated. By this time, the kids were gaining uh, quite a following. It was October 13th, 1917, and Mary appeared for the last time and gave the final part of her message. She said uh, there would be a miracle 
visible to all of the people who came to the village. 70,000 people came pouring out in the rain uh, and they were standing in the mud. Many of them were skeptical journalists and religious uh, figures, et cetera, et cetera. As Mary spoke to the children, she said, uh, it is said that the sun rolled out of the sky and across the landscape, throwing off a rainbow of colors. People fell to their knees. Their clothing dried, looked as it had just come back from the cleaners. They all smelled flowers. This, I'm just, you can doubt it if you want, whatever. I'm just telling you what they reported at the time. And when I say they, I mean many of the skeptical reporters as well. Um, the church has deemed this a miracle and a holy site. There's lots of appearances that they don't, you know, I saw him in a loaf of bread. They don't necessarily uh, do that. Over the years, different popes have claimed to perform the consecration, but uh, it, it didn't happen. Uh, it didn't happen the way it was supposed to. That is changing on Friday, on March 25th, 62 years after Pope John the 23rd was told specifically to consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, this pope is going to finally do it now it's pope francis and i i i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know enough about this to know if it's being done right or not all of the bishops are asked to do the same thing uh on friday i think any attempt to beg for god's um interceding here on mankind's behalf is welcome i'm telling you this this is not my faith but i support any faith that is working towards humbling man and getting them to ask for repentance and conversion to the lord for anyone this could be a very powerful um event if catholics and perhaps others just join in prayer but if catholics all around the world really truly pray hard on uh, friday i do believe prayers are answered much more uh to this story um including what happens if it's if it if 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 this isn't uh done properly i guess um it, it just strikes me as profound that something from 1917 that people have been calling for for a hundred years is dusted off at this moment with pope francis uh because apparently the really bad thing happens or begins in kiev with russia not good <laughs> not good there's so many things that that fill up that list right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's hard to keep track of them. I liked your. I I, I did not know you were. Uh, you you had the uh, ability to go that deep into Catholicism. So they will not accept any miracles in bread. Is that true? They no. no that's not true. No I can't make that blank. bread. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I can't. I can't. I don't want to mislead you. Stuart. Okay. Yeah. I'm practically <laughs> a Catholic theologian. Not. Uh, so I apologize mean? to all Catholics here for butchering this story, but. So do do we what do you think it means? Uh I don't know. I I don't know. I I mean I again I apologize to Catholics. I so dislike uh Pope Francis. I uh, just don't <laughs> trust him cuz he's also 
there is a there is another um, Catholic and I, it may be from Fatima. I'm not sure. I know a lot of people that are very, very much into what's happening right now. have been mm-hmm. waiting for this moment literally their whole lives. Um, and uh, there's another prophecy that they have been hoping wouldn't be fulfilled. And that is the Pope going over and meeting in Moscow uh, with the leader of Russia and also, I think, the leader of the Orthodox Church. And that is a, a supposedly a very bad sign. Uh, and I know this guy, uh, Pope Francis, has been planning on that. No, nothing is nothing is set, uh, but there have been uh, there's movement in the papal offices on that. And that that, that would not be good, no. according according to the Catholic prophecy. So what do you, where do you, I think, I think that makes him the last Pope, something mm-hmm. like that. Where do you, uh, what's your view on what's actually happening right now when it comes to Russia and Ukraine? Where do where do, where does this stand? There's a report from, I think it was the Wall Street Journal this weekend that they now believe that Putin was actually, uh, was actually planning on taking the country quickly, is legitimately up, you know, like realizing that this is not going to happen this quickly and is now looking for ways to pivot back to taking just the territories uh, that he initially indicated interest in uh, Donbass and Donetsk or whatever, and then keeping Crimea and getting the land bridge to Crimea and those things that were rumored to be his goals initially. I'm that? not sure. Maybe I'm not sure that Joe Biden is the guy to conduct those peace talks. No, uh, I, he can't. He can't do any talk. No, um, but the, that that would be good if everyone would accept that. I, I, I mean, be, at least right now. Yeah. Compared I mean, to what? Compared to taking it all and and really going in and fighting, his use of um, the hyper weapons disturbs me a great deal, and that could be. And escalate to de-escalate. That's his kind of M.O. is he ratchets things up. And that's from a real Russian nuclear document. Yeah. Like their strategy is to, you know, in theory, if they were losing or being defeated uh, slowly in a conventional war that they didn't think they could win with conventional forces easily, they would potentially drop a tactical nuclear uh, bomb or or some device uh, that would scare the other side so much they wouldn't have to fight that conventional war. So the last big war that they had was Afghanistan, I think. Well, they had Chechnya and they they leveled <sighs> that. They leveled it. The, I, the video from Grozny, yeah, horrible. is unbelievable. Yeah, I mean that, that's it's really one of the things. You know, it's there's so many of those types of things that go on in the world, and you hear reports about them. And I remember talking about it at the mm-hmm. time, but like you forget how brutal that was. Yeah. So um, they lost in Afghanistan. They just did horrible things, horrible things in Grozny, um, and now they're mired in this. This this could be another. I mean, remember how humiliating the loss was in Afghanistan. If if they uh, if he feels like I can't take this loss, I think he is going to it'll go much, much worse. And and I just unfortunately think there's so many people that want war right now, uh, and he might be one of them. I don't know. The the president of Ukraine. This is good. This is a real test for him, because if the president of Ukraine is is winning and feels he's winning, holding him. He's going to want he'll be less likely to uh, join in on 
peace talks because he'll think that maybe we can drive them entirely out and defeat them. So it's going to take a, a big brother to step up and go, hey, hey, both of you guys, what do you think? What do you think we call this off? Is there a compromise here? Um, and that used to be the United States, but I don't think that's the United States to do that anymore. The, this has got to be uh, an unbelievable thing for Russia to go through. If you go through, go back to um, right now, they're saying 14,000 dead on the Russian side. Then that's according to the Ukrainians. Now, of course, you'd expect that number to probably be high. The U.S. is reporting they think it's 7,000. Uh, the New York Times says that's a conservative estimate, 7,000. Mm. 7,000, to give you a sense of that, is all of the U.S. casualties, as far as deaths go, in Iraq and Afghanistan combined. Oh, my gosh. Over how many years? 20 years? They have lost that many people in four weeks? That's a bloodbath. It's a lot of mothers, you know, yeah. finding out that their kid isn't coming home. At some point... That does wind up changing things significantly in a country, even when it is a dictatorship. I mean, you know, even with the power that Putin has, enough well, moms get those calls. That's why he is now, he's on the same social system now that that China is on, pretty much. Really? Um, social credit system, you mean? Yeah, you, okay. he is cracking down like crazy. All he needs to do is introduce a digital currency um, or uh, the the constant monitoring uh, by the phones of everything but he is right now you you dare not speak out you can't speak out about the war he is locking this down and he's going for what he says is a purification of russia to get rid of the what did he call it swine and traitors, and traitors yeah i mean that's that's pretty disturbing when somebody calls for a purification that usually means some sort of death camp is on the way uh, and Russians happen to remember they're not like us. They know it can happen in their country. We deny it, but they've seen it. So they know, oh, yeah, it can happen here. Don't let the conflict in Ukraine right now distract you from what's happening with inflation. If you missed our number one today of this broadcast podcast, you need to go back and get the full podcast wherever you get them uh, and listen to our number one, because we in the first 30 minutes, I really explain not only what's happening with food prices because of inflation, but also what's coming because of world instability and what the truth is about the ramifications of what's going on in Ukraine. It is a very important segment that you really need to listen to. Then you have to decide, okay, what am I going to do about it? Well, I recommend food storage, for one. Uh, the other is, please consider precious metals. Prices are not going up. It is that your dollar is worth less. Now, prices are also going up because of shortages, because of what we've done, the administration has done. So you have that price increase, but then you also have the price increase because your dollar is worth less. Cut that out. 15 cents you'll lose on your dollar this year? Uh, no, thank you. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to call um, Goldline right now. 
Qualifying orders today will receive a signed copy of my most recent book, The Great Reset. But those are also extremely limited. Call today. Find out how you can acquire this new item. I want you to find out about all of their specials. Do your homework. Do your homework. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. All righty. 10 seconds. Station ID. By the way, um, outside of the paid commercial, let me just tell you, the uh, Goldline um, is launching a new series of coins with me because I believe in silver is going to be big. Uh, and I, I think collectible items are also very important. Uh, that's different than, you know, money made out of gold. This is a collectible item. Uh, they've just launched the first uh, coin. It has Ben Franklin's face on it and Ben Franklin's original seal of the United States. If you've never seen the seal that they rejected but almost became our seal, it is the Israelites with their back to the Red Sea and the filler, uh, the uh, pillar of fire holding back uh, the, the uh, Egyptians. That's on the back of the coin. Uh, it is now available today in silver, and you can get it at Goldline. And then uh, within a couple of weeks, it will also be uh, available in gold and copper, if you would like that. Anyway, American, I'm sorry, it's um, it's Goldline, 1-866-GOLDLINE. Uh, all right, Stu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to shake off these days. It is. It, it really is. is so many different things. I don't. I have no idea how to prepare for any of it. I don't know how to. I don't know which which thing I'm supposed to worry about. I, I do. I do find myself falling into a pattern you've warned of before, which is a lot of times I just want to turn it off. You know, I just don't want to hear any more of the t- the terrible news, so which is not, constant. That's not uncommon. It's probably more likely uh, for a lot of people. Um, but that's because you feel frustrated and you don't know what to do about it. Yeah. And there are steps that you've heard a million times. Have you taken any of them? Well, you've said them a million times. I haven't heard them at yeah. all. Okay. I, all right. I never, okay. All I've right. Listening to we should shows. start working on okay. that. Okay. All right. We may, maybe we can work on that next or maybe tomorrow. Oh, you okay. just tell me when you're ready to listen. <laughs> okay. To the can you bring someone else in you, here to say them? Because it's so such hard. Such a jerk. <laughs> such a jerk. Back in a minute. The Glenn Back Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Navigating your finances can be really tricky work, especially the more assets you have. If you have a home, hmm, should I refi? When should I refi? This is the kind of thing that seems really complex. If you have high interest credit cards, should I get a consolidation loan? What should I do? Well, that's where American financing comes in. For over 20 years, they've been helping people just like you make the same kind of financial decisions that actually will save you tons of money. Their mortgage consultants can do a free mortgage review for you over the phone and let you know what your options are. Never any obligations, no upfront or hidden fees. It's just sound financial advice from a company that cares. So please make the call to American Financing today. A loan with them can literally change everything. You could skip up to two mortgage payments and close in as little as 10 days. 
Go to American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn to get your membership to Blaze TV. With the promo code Glenn, you'll save 10 bucks. I want to talk to you a little bit about The Great Reset. The book is available now wherever you buy your books. Uh, at um, You can find it at Amazon.com. Get the hardbound copy. Uh, I don't know the next time this will be available once we run out of paper this time because of the global paper shortage. All right. Um, let me tell you, the, the problem with fighting this um, at the state level is the bank lobbyists and business associations that absolutely are on the war path. If you think the Chamber of Commerce is actually your friend as a small business You'd be sadly mistaken, unfortunately, if you think the big banks that are getting billions in, sorry, trillions in bailouts from the Fed and the federal government are are doing what's right for you, the little guy. I think uh, you'll be sadly mistaken uh, when you find out the truth. Um, the bill in Idaho, in, for instance, um, to stop the state from investing in these ESG entities like BlackRock using your retirement money, your money to basically kill anything that isn't uh, environmentally friendly. Uh, and that would mean uh, you farmers in Idaho. That would mean anyone who grows a tree in Idaho and wants to sell it. Uh, but also anybody who is against social justice uh, and anyone who doesn't have the right people in their business and on their board in governance. The the Republicans, many of them caved with pressure. Um, and and that's mainly because of political ambitions. Uh, and I'm not guessing that I've been told that by several people in the state that know Um a second reason, according to the sources on the ground, is that the governor and treasurer release their own divestment bill and work quietly behind the scenes to pressure people to go with their bill. We tried numerous times. And when I'm saying we, I don't mean me. I mean, there are several groups that are against um, the Great Reset. I'm, I'm just a guy telling you about it. I happen to go up to this state. I'll go to other states if invited to talk about it. Um, but... I'm not the guy involved in writing the bills at all. Uh, the Heartland Foundation really is taking the lead on this one. Uh, but the problem is, on this particular case, what the governor did, uh, along with the treasurer, uh, and they would not hear of changing it in any way or not, the governor and treasurer now are claiming credit for being against ESG without being against ESG. Because their bill is absolute garbage. It is truly garbage. Here's what it does. Nothing of importance. It makes it really easy for the state to continue to invest in ESG funds unless the state legislator or the uh, legislature or the governor specifically outlines that a certain investment activity is not in the best interest of the state and that investment will be disallowed. But it's left up to the governor and I don't think he really is part of the 
fight against uh, ESG, uh, or it takes a new law or resolution passed by the whole legislature to forbid a certain kind of investment. It would be easy to reverse this action in the future if some real ESG um, spines are elected. Uh, but there is no guarantee the policymakers now or in the future uh, will forbid uh, investment activities with with your money. And it appears the bill does not apply to state contracts, which really. OK, anyway, um, so that's what happened in Idaho. And I, I want to give you this because this is this is what's happening everywhere this is a an op-ed by the statesman which is the main paper up there it says last month now see if you think this is skewed at all or if it's a fair opinion last month political commentator glenn beck visited with a group of idaho legislators at the state capitol to talk about a number of things including the latest right-wing conspiracy surrounding esg investing good start good start okay esg is an investment strategy that stands for environmental social and governance it's a way for companies and individuals to invest in businesses that are perceived to be good stewards of the environment are socially responsible and have equitable corporate governance it's also a way to assess companies exposures to risks such as climate change financial Mm. mismanagement corruption or other unfair labor practices Risk that could affect stock price and that investors would like to know about. That's all it is. Uh-huh. Not, it's, it, well, mm-hmm. listen, he called the guy who wrote this called a chartered financial analyst and portfolio manager. And oh. he said, I think ESG investing is good for investors. <gasps> oh, you were wrong. So you're wrong. Did they pull the copies of the Great Reset yet from the shelves? Uh, no. no? Uh, which one? There. The one by Klaus Schwab that says exactly what my book says? N- no, uh, no. I was thinking no. of your book. Klaus okay, Schwab's yeah. can stay out there. Okay. It gives investors, uh, both institutions and individuals, an option to invest in values-based ways. And people's values are different, but it gives them an option. You know, this is really great. Mm. And I think that if that's what this is, that is fantastic. So when are you going to come out with one? That uh, is like a values base for conservative people, because I'd like to do the same thing. That sounds fun. I'd, I'd love to invest in the companies that believe in the U.S. Constitution and and sovereignty and maybe don't bash God all the time or tell me that I'm white. Therefore, I don't count. So surely you've got another one coming out, right? And you'll be equally punishing the people who don't. Uh, adhere to that conservative philosophy right right Mm -hmm. esg has been around for a long time especially in europe but it's really caught on in the united states in the last few years yeah i noticed that but esg has become the latest boogeyman for the far-right conspiracy theorists like beck who thinks esg is a plot cooked up by the world economic forum and people like george soros no he He's the guy who started the World Economic Forum, but I don't think he's anyway to get everyone in the world to become politically correct. Uh huh. Step in line with what they call the climate alarmist and undermine American capitalism. No, uh, not. Well, I'm, I'm very surprised here, Glenn, as I read <laughs> yep. this, because uh, you said it was a conspiracy theory yeah. about the World Economic Forum. Yeah. And when I I will say when I search Google, they must mm-hmm. be in on it because the first link is about the Great Reset is a link directly to the World Economic Forum as they explain the Great Reset. Yeah, so it's, it's kind weird. of a weird, but he's got it wrong here. He says okay. it, it's uh, to undermine American capitalism. No, mm-hmm. it's not. It's to destroy it. It's to replace 
American capitalism. And you'll find that information at the World Economic Forum. <laughs> well, you should. You know, I mean, your your problem here is you didn't put any links to that in your book. You didn't tell anybody no, where they could get the information. No, there's like 50. That, there's like 50 pages of footnotes that go directly to their own words. Oh, yeah, see, I didn't know that, but I'm sure this author knew it. Nah, because he he yeah. read the book, obviously. Yeah, so he he understands. Sure. Surely. Um, all of this would be innocuous enough, except Beck persuaded Idaho legislators to get a resolution introduced this week, fast track through the committee and actually passed in the House that describes the detrimental effects that ESG investing strategies have on, I- on Idaho businesses and our values. Mm-hmm. The same day the House passed the anti-ESG resolution, House Republicans success- successfully shot down another really controversial resolution celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Sawtooth National Recreation uh, area which one is more valuable for mm. a legislation to be working on yeah exactly I, i'm sure the memorial thing um yeah, yeah i'm sure that's important I, I actually like republicans that shot that down who cares i mean it's great it's 50 years old you want to have a party have a party why is the legislature doing yeah. anything or some it? pizzas right <laughs> if you want pass. yeah not, not not on the not, taxpayers no, yeah, you pay for no, them obviously uh-uh, uh-uh. maybe they have points yeah, you know, on their credit card, they could use. But th- really, no, this this thing goes on and on and on. But what I think is interesting is the pattern. Yeah, there's this pattern. I think that we've seen develop with with CRT and with so many of these other stories that fit into that uh, sort of uh, world. Common Core. Common Core was the all same of way. these things. It starts off with, you know, conservatives start bringing this stuff up and then they just tell you it just doesn't exist. Yeah. It's either it's very obscure. Theory. It's just a, some random teaching and like some obscure legal circles. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. Then it crosses over from there to, OK, yes, it exists, but it's good. Not bad. It's yeah. good. Not in the way you're misunderstanding it. Exists, but it. not in the way you think. Right. These are all good things. These are really positive things and we have to have them. And then after that, once we get past that stage and that fails, we go to we're going to start canceling people who bring it up. Yeah. You know, those people no longer should have jobs. Those people should know how to livelihoods. I mean, I should. Sh- now, I obviously support that in your case, but <laughs> generally speaking, people shouldn't get fired for their views. But that is the way it happens always yeah that doesn't exist that's a conspiracy theory okay yeah but they're taking this there it is a conspiracy theory but it, it does exist but nothing like what you say it is yeah. okay it is like that but it's it's good it's good we need that that's an important thing what you still don't agree with it you need to be silenced if you show up at that teacher meeting you might be a terrorist mm-hmm. That's exactly the pattern. And this guy hits the beginning of the pattern right there. Conspiracy theory. And yet it's good. There's another pattern this fits. And I don't know this guy individually, you know, personally. So uh, I'd love to. Let me generalize this a little bit here. So much, particularly of financial journalism, depends on access. And there's a huge access journalism problem with people who would report on this type of story. Who do you go to to see if this crazy Glenn Beck conspiracy is true? Well, they I'm went not to gonna, a local I'm certainly investor. Not gonna, yeah, I, I know. I'm not going to spend the time to read the book and look at all the linked material oh, from that. the source. That's way too much work. So what I'll do is I'll call my buddy who gave me the 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 the, the latest IPO tip last week, and I'm going to uh, ask them: Is this real? What is this? And a and a, a person I trust told me that it's not a big deal. Okay, and we see this happen all the time. It's famous in sports journalism because you need access to these teams so example from uh, this past weekend 
the Philadelphia Eagles, as you know, America's team, uh, had uh, have not signed a lot of free agents in the free agency period. And a lot of their fans are complaining about this. And so what one of the things, one of the pushbacks against that from the team is this idea that, well, no, they're not signing a lot of these guys, but that's just because they re-signed a bunch of their players before free agency started. So they're spending money. They care. They want wins. But they already did this way. Stunningly, over the weekend, every Eagles beat reporter that I follow came out with the same exact point. You know, you guys, what you guys aren't thinking about here is they re-signed all of their players before this started. Now, this is obviously coming from an Eagles PR person to these reporters who are regurgitating it. And it's not the worst point in the world. It's not, it's an interesting perspective. However, it's when you, your job depends on access to these people, you have to play these games and act as if these are your own random thoughts off the top of your head to convince people uh, to think about things in a different way. This stuff happens through journalism in every single area. So much of the news that you get comes not from so it's not what was that movie the paper where they, the Washington yeah, Post yeah, yeah, was yeah, featured yeah, yeah. and they're like, you know, yeah, yeah. it's not Watergate. It's some PR person from the organization that's affected writing to the reporter and telling them what they want out there. That right. is how this stuff And develops. I think that happens on the major scale. I doubt this. I think this, this is might just, just be some guy. I called a local about. friend who's yeah. an advisor and I asked him what ESG was. And he said, it's no big deal. It's been around in Europe. Yeah, it's been around in Europe because Trump couldn't cancel the Paris Accords in Europe. They are ahead of us. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but the, and that wasn't that the big conservative complaint for, I don't know, the last 50 years. We don't want to turn into Europe. Yeah. Like, yeah. And all of a sudden we're like, oh, do we, it's in Europe. We could be just like Europe if we do this. It's all of a sudden a selling point. <laughs> that start <laughs> all, all right. right let me tell you about uh life lock pretty much every day since al gore invented the super highway that we all drive on every day that information super highway there's been crime on that highway who would have thunk it well they're out there they're trying to get your personal information let's say it's in a it's in a digital truck and there's a digital bad guy truck right behind your truck with all the information well they're going to pull it over on the side of the highway and they're going to take all that stuff in the truck and put it in their bad guy truck and then say see you later sucker beep beep another one for al gore well if you listen every day usually in multiple different ways i find you uh, i find a way to say you should protect yourself from something that is coming um, this time you have multiple devices that has your truck on that information superhighway. No one can stop all of the traffic. Nobody can stop all of the trucks on that information because it's fast. But if something does go wrong, they actually have the uh, police force out to go looking for the bad guys and the people that can help put you right again. That's really important. LifeLock.com. LifeLock.com. Right now, you get 25% off your first year when you use the promo code BECK. LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. I'm glad you're here. 
So uh, do we have the uh, do we have the video? Just play a little bit of this video here. Um, I just want you to listen. This With the number of international arrivals expected yeah. to grow 50% by 2030, oh, no. travelers need seamless ways to cross borders yes, that also wow. protect national security right. while protecting their personal data. Of course. Good. The known traveler digital identity, uh-huh. or KTDI, is a public-private collaboration ah. that enhances security efforts Public while private. enabling a connected journey for today's international traveler. Who's behind this? The KTDI is the only global travel initiative of its kind. Oh my gosh. Travelers can share documentation and information yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. from one verified identity oh, that's great. with partners including government authorities, yeah. airlines, and hotels. Huh. The KTDI allows travelers to play an active role in travel security fantastic. efforts by sharing their information the proactively. Businesses Travelers always retain all control together. over what, when, and with whom oh my they gosh, share their information. Each data element shared by the traveler uh-huh. is verified, accurate, and consistent every time. This is made possible by the technologies of distributed ledger, oh, cryptography. Yeah. Can I and tell you something? Uh, we're running out of time, so you can't hear mm. the you can't hear all of it. But what do I get? Where do you get one? Yeah. Uh, will you? Uh, well, they're just promoting it now uh, to get everybody used to it. It's um, uh, sponsored by the World Economic Forum. Oh, cool! So, so I can go to know, their, any of their offices. Any of their that. offices, and and uh, and you should sign up and give them a retinal scan. Oh yeah, they'll make things so much faster. Yeah, nothing better than the retinal scan. Oh yeah. This is the Glenn Beck program.